Yeah, Rawr. I guess, I guess, a little bit. It. I'm not doing the refs thing. I never do the refs thing. I will. The, the question that Chris asked there, that's the question. That's the question that if – I don't know if Sean McVay's at the facility, he's at his house. He's, no, he's listening. He's listening. Why did he punt that ball? That that's the one I keep coming back to. Why did he punt that ball? Even why did why that third down play? If you're not going to kick the field goal, why not go for it? Why not go and break it into two two down territory? Third down play a little shorter. That that of the whole game, that's the part that I just can't wrap my head around. The inability to get it into the end zone in the red zone, sure, but that decision to punt felt like a mistake that was unrecoverable from with only one timeout. I'll tell you this. When I play in the NFL with the Raiders, right, <laughs> and uh, I'm on the sidelines. and I'm You're watch- one of the fiercest linebackers to ever play the game. And, you know, and I saw Jay Schroeder out there, and I'm like, man, we got to go for it. Because when you're on the defensive side, when I was at San Diego State, too, <laughs> Bethel Morrison here. What about the Jaguars? <laughs> yeah. What was it like getting traded to the Raiders? Well, I don't. Uh, well, or to the Jags, I should say. Well, you know, as a kid from Oakland. Yeah. <laughs> O'Dowd High School. O'Dowd, what was you know, that like? Well, I hated MJD because he went to De La Salle. <laughs> he went to right? Spartan. Yeah, yeah, man, that kid. That By the way, how about Mo? Well, let's talk about it later. <laughs> yeah, we have it later. Yeah, his son oh, just got yeah. an offer from UCLA. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, when I went to the Jags, you know. I, my, my my wallet went to the Jags. My heart wasn't there. You know, it was just a pit stop. We, we forget about those kind of spots. You know, just like you, some parts of your career, Trav, you forget that you worked there, right? Well, it, it I might show up on your baseball the, reference. Baseball reference for sure. <laughs> and then, there, you know, there's some other things I miss about that, too. Yeah. Not everything, but there's some yeah. other things. Sag after him, I say you were there. <laughs> right, right. There there are, there. you know, not everything is the same. Is this going to be the last time you talk about the Rams? No. Because what? here, the... The Rams, you know what they have for the first time since 2016? They have a first-round draft pick. That for the first since time they since 2016? Jared Goff. Jared Goff was the last time they picked in the first round. Stop it. That's the last first-round draft pick And they pick were the St. Louis used. Rams, right? They, they were on their way back, but I think technically, yes. Um, they haven't picked in the first round since then. So, the dra- the, you know, I do my Locked on Rams Great podcast, job, right? Need. Great job. So, the draft is like podcast people, draft, draft, draft. I'm like, uh, we don't have a pick. Like, are we really going to break down fifth-round tight ends? Are we really going to do that? I mean, they that? might turn into Puka Nakua. <laughs> right, maybe, maybe. But the first round is where the fun is. So what did Mel Kuyper do for all these years? They don't have a pick. <laughs> they would be like, oh, the Lions pick Sam Laporta with right. this pick. They pick, you know, Jameer Gibbs with the Rams pick or whatever it is. I just always – I'm not a big draft ne- Neither am I, but they actually have one this year. I just year. thought they would be picking at the end of the round. You no, know? they like, didn't that's have- what, And that's where you pick a lineman. They traded two first-round so picks for Jalen Ramsey. From? Uh, second rounder. Really? Yeah. That guy fell in the second round? Yep. Robbed. They Well, they were picking high in the second round. I think it was like 37 or something like that. He did good this year. But think about it. Two first-round picks for Jalen Ramsey. Two first-round picks for Jared Goff. They, they just, sent anything they, to Denver? They, uh, Wait, Dak threw for 403 yards and they lost? They the, That was garbage time yards. Do not oh, okay. look at the stats from that game. They make no sense because it looks like Dak. Dak was terrible. Sorry, it's, it just popped up on TV terrible. right now. Terrible. And then... Price picks, that would have been a good pick. Yeah, well, the price, you, you probably cashed a prize pick. I would have got ticket. the gremlin on that one, boy. <laughs> it would have been pretty good there. You got to look at the stats for, from the first half of that game. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was, 27 minutes. Or look yeah. at it. So I'm like yeah. a squirrel right now. I see like, squirrel right now because the NFL. Was, it was but a m- massacre. Another reason why the Rams will probably come up this offseason is just because I think they're going to make moves. I think they're. I don't know if they're going to get the number one free agent on the market, 
they could get Brian Burns. Who knows? Max Crosby's unhappy if they don't get uh, Antonio oh, Pierce. Maybe they get Max Crosby. Max Crosby is the epitome of a Raider. He, he did s- throw it out there. He's he- on all the billboards in Vegas. He was at the Laker game the other day. His neck tattoos are impressive. Right? He's got. He's yeah. No, he's got a lot of tats. He Wearing said head to toe Louis Vuitton denim. He said he wants to retire a Raider. He never wants to play for anybody other than the Raiders. But then he said, "Look, I also do not want to start over from scratch." that I don't want to go through this all over again. He's lobbing hard for Antonio yeah, Pierce. Yeah, he likes him. Um, Antonio Pierce got those guys playing hard. He yeah. wears black Air Force Ones. We, we discussed, we and know what that's new. about. they're not new. He's had them for a while. <laughs> right, he's... You go to Paramount High, like Antonio <laughs> Pierce, when you go to Mount Sac, right. you, you... Hey, Mounties, baby. Let's go. Yeah, but you went, there, you went there because you wanted to. Antonio went there because he had to. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had to. I didn't want to. Yeah, <laughs> no. With that or the other, yeah, right? Exactly. But I do think that the Rams are going to be in conversation for a lot of these moves to be made because they have flexibility, they, got money. they have draft picks, and who knows, maybe they don't even pick that first round draft pick and they trade it for someone great who right. knows now does mcveigh see those picks come to fruition he stays oh yeah really oh yeah look i both he and aaron donald after the game last night were tired donald was asked you know did this group kind of re-energize you or you are, are you excited about coming back for next year and he's like oh yeah i can't wait yeah. so aaron donald been on the fence the last couple of years he's coming back he's all in by the way he was getting triple teamed all last night True. he he was just that somebody else help. wasn't he needs a lot of help. I think that might be where you go with that first draft pick. Sean McVay also said it that two years in a row, they win the Super Bowl and it's like, hey, Amazon might pay him twenty million. Is he gonna go? He comes back. The Rams have a terrible season the year after they go five and twelve. And he looked defeated on the sideline. He looked like he was like, I'm done with this. He gave up play calling in one game. There was just that it, it felt like I, I needed to get away from this. Not that he was going to go coach somewhere. I just need to take a break from this. Yeah. He went away for what, ten days, a week yeah. or whatever it was. He comes back. That dude looks like he's ready to go another ten years. He sounded like he even got even like a little choked up talking about how this team yeah. made him love football again. Like this team It was fun. It was a good a coaching ritual. good yeah. it was good coaching because when you have the team that's not supposed to do anything and you get them there and you know this, coaches, real coach, especially a guy who grew up in a coaching family, a, f- a football family, when you can have this kind of season when, you know, the station saying, hey, you're not really, besides you and Sedano, and the expectations aren't really there. Every All the quote-unquote experts, you know, 8-8 eight and eight would be a good year for them. And 6 you, and 11 would have been a good year for them. Like the Vegas over-under was 8, right? Five, five and a half. It was five and a half? Five and a half. No way, it was that low. It was five and a half. It, but... Also, you know this, Trav, once the kid shows up and you got to change diapers, you want to go to work. <laughs> I don't care how okay, many nannies you got. Look, I didn't hate changing diapers. I, this is where McVeigh and guys like this are different than I'm going to put you in this category. I'm definitely putting myself in this category. The second I have enough money to not have to show up anywhere every day, that's it. But you get Bye. bored. I'm not saying I don't have something else to do. I'm saying I get to decide where I go each day. Maybe I'll go over here one day. I'll go over here another day. I'll go do some volunteer over here. I'm going to play golf this day. But this, hey, I got to be there at 6 a.m. every day to start busting tape. Bye-bye. Okay. Not me. Okay. What about 38-year-old Travis? Yeah. At your age, you're like, a little different. Uh, you're like I'm done. Look at yeah. Tahiti, Puerto Vallarta, margaritas at, at 11. We're right. good. Right. 38, you still got that vinegar yeah. in you, bro. No, you're no, for room. sure. But again, imagine if you had 50 million bucks in the bank. Now you do whatever you want. But that doesn't matter. I know. To to those guys, it doesn't. That's why they're those guys. That's why they're different. That's why they burn out. Yeah, and and he and he did burn out, and he admitted that. You know, that's why last year was so so difficult for him. But I think this year is just like it proves that he could. He still's got it. 
He yep. still has it. No doubt. He's still one of the best coaches in the game, and that's going to lead them to this next window. For I, I want to put a pin in that for a second. The, this, he is still one of the best in the game. I think if you had a coaching draft, he's one of the first two or three picks off the board. Absolutely. Because of his age, because of his pedigree and everything else, he's that good. He gets guys to buy in. A hundred percent. Which is the, hard. And the Rams have no drama. Like, they have very little drama inside that building. And when they do, it's the Cam Akers thing. Drama, send him home. Oh, yeah, next year, drama, trade his ass. Like, he's gone. They don't do drama. That's a good point. They really, they really don't do that. You don't do ever that. hear anything coming out of that. Almost like, never. whatever happened to Stetson Bennett? There you go. It's per- yep. He is on the non-football-related injury list, right? Damn. So, and, and by the way, nobody talks about it. They spent a fourth-round pick on the guy. It's not nothing. It's yeah. not first or second round, but it's not nothing. You're right. That's a good point. You never hear anything the, come out of 1,000 months. Very, very little stuff come out of there. Culture. That being said, so, okay, here, here those are his flowers. The two things that have, we have been critical of him for his entire coaching career were the two things that really bit him yesterday. Mm-hmm. Timeout mismanagement. And the reluctance to run the ball inside the 10-yard line. First and goal from the 6-yard line, you throw it three times. You got Ky- Kyron Williams, one of the best backs in the league. It was Baltimore deja vu. Like, they, had, they went down thing. there and were like, what are you doing? Like, and you were there in that situation. What are you doing? I'm yelling at the sports book. Run! Run! And a couple of those, if Stafford had, like, zipped it to Cooper Cup, it would have gone. Instead, Instead it's floating, and it gets knocked out. It's the, the like a floater well. in the red zone. It it always works. Yeah, but by always, you mean never? Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, the corner fade. Huh? It, it, th- those three play calls were weird. The yeah. decision to burn a timeout on third and 10, yeah. you're probably not converting third and 10. Your, your odds of doing third and 15 are probably roughly the same. That timeout could be the difference between you being able to stay in the game at the end or not, which is exactly what happened. Those are the two things that I think if you criticize Sean McVay, you're right about timeouts yeah. and running the ball inside the 10-yard line, and that was the difference in the game last night. And I, I I keep waiting for the light to go on for him, and I'm not blowing him up because he's that good of a coach, but it is odd to me that somebody that's that good at everything else has not improved in those two areas. It, I, I can't I can't reconcile and the two things. It might be one of those things where it never changes. It Maybe. might just be that, like, Oh, as, you is- get, let me tell you, as a man gets older, <laughs> Trav... You find your pattern. Right. You're not changing. And he's been exalted. McVeigh has been exalted as this wonderkid. And rightfully so. Exactly. And rightfully so. But you would think that, okay, these timeouts matter. I can't, like, third and ten in the the third quarter? Who cares? Take the five yards, run another play. He even, in, like, a press conference, I think maybe two or three weeks ago, addressed the red zone passing thing, again, because Kyron Williams has been so good for you all year. And he's like, yeah, I just, you know, I think we need to change our strategy in the red zone. And then it doesn't change. Like, it's it, that's why people can get frustrated, and Mike can point to that. They're going to be good next year. The, here's the down, downside, is, I guess the wrong phrase. They're not going to sneak up on anybody next year. They're, they're coming into the season, it will be a Rams are going to be really good. We're right back to the can they win the division? Can they get a bye? Can they be a top seed overall? This, hey, they're a lot better than we thought. That's out the window. They're not sneaking up. Not with yeah. Puka, not with Kyren, not with Stafford playing like that, not with McVay, Aaron Donald. So you better Donald get back. some reinforcements then. 100%. You better because 100%. Our Niners. Right, Jorge? Our Niners, baby. Team one. Yeah, our Niners, man. After we win the Super Bowl. The mush is in full effect oh, over yeah. there. We're about like an hour away um, from this uh, next wildcard game uh, getting yeah. off. It's the Steelers at the Bills. And they just showed a graphic. And so TJ Watt's not playing today. He is definitely the MVP of the Steelers because without him, with him, 
well, he has a knee injury. He has okay. like an MCL tear, I believe. Oh, that's bad. Um, but they are one in six without him. I think they've only won one game in his entirety of his career with the Steelers. The Steelers without are one him. in six without TJ Watt. Thank you, Emily. Let yes. me go look my- <laughs> But let me they call could my cover. guy. Dude, what, do you, what decisions are you basing your bets on without her? Are you just flipping <laughs> coins? I, well, I tell you, well, I, 10 to 1. I, I, I told you, I don't listen 10 to 1 because that's when I'm doing but, my stuff. I listen from 10 to 10 10 when I drive to the gym, 12.50 to 1 o'clock when I go get my Wabba. So, like, that's. It is a big spread, though, and the Steelers tend to play yeah, close so games. So, how are we doing? Uh, I would take Steelers against the spread, but I would take the uh, Bills money line. The views and opinions of Emily Hebel are not financial advice. Yeah. <laughs> there is risk involved with all wagering. And right. Also, what I happened to my banner? Why did my banner come down? Who took that oh, down? Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. What gotta, the heck? I got to get off the Wi-Fi. They won't let me gamble here. Let me let me ask you a quick question, Beto. Because, <laughs> no, I, no you're, not, you're not kidding. Yeah. Because you typically don't listen to our show, you're the right person to ask. So and there's nothing against you. No, guys. no, no. I'm I, just I, busy. I, I, I did not mean that. In it, with there was no. That's hidden, my busy time. There was no hidden yeah, freight did. in that. That's my gym <laughs> time. We do our picks every week, and we keep a running tally of who wins the picks. Right? Uh-huh. Emily won the season, and the prize was whoever Barely. wins the total gets to pick where we go to lunch one day, and the other three people have to split the tab, and they eat for free. Okay. Pick wherever you want. Nice. Where do you think she picked? Uh, you know me, Beto. No, not really. Uh, Lazy dog? No. I think well when Go you lower. fill when you filled in one time. We Don't talked about Arby's. No, we talked about going to this place because I'm you from a suburb. Yes, we yes, are. We are. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You're not 12. Hardin de Livo. Yes, Hardin we're going de Livo, there. Bro. You want the tour of Italy? Come on. Yeah, of course. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ball What's out at all garden. I'm, I'm gonna ball out with the free garlic Ayo. sticks or whatever they're called. I'm thinking. Okay, we're gonna have to take a bite at Nobu, Mastro's. Like we're gonna get smoked in this thing. Olive Garden. <laughs> like you know, you're in downtown. There's beautiful yeah. restaurants down no. here that are fantastic. I'm aware. Carnitas del Momo. But exactly. I'm not when I'm there. I'm not family. When I'm in Olive Garden, I'm family. Good point. All right, I got some numbers for you. I'm gonna on just go buy those little chocolates right now. Like that's the, it. The little Andy's yeah, mints. They're the only place they have them in the world is Olive Garden. <laughs> Emily, for real? You have this fool paying. You have this rich guy paying. You know, see was rich too. And you're going to Olive Garden. I won, and this is where I want to go. Please order one of everything and just leave it there and then get the tiramisu for me. Okay, well, right. you like tiramisu? At Olive Garden? Jamming. Uh, yeah. It's jamming. I don't think it's I, not good. It's just like that nasty <laughs> thing. I've been to Olive Garden, but I can't tell you the last time I was at Olive Garden. Stop so it. we'll see. It's been at least 20 years. It's at a great least, place for kids. At least. We got to decide still when, right? The date? Huh? We still got to decide the day, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I'm, when are we going? I'm, I'm free. I'm, I'm ready to Emily, go. Emily, you can change your mind still, right? Nope. It's set in stone. She doesn't want to change her mind. It's where want she wants to go. To go. To like Vegas, the ticket is in, homie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, once we print it and hand it to you, it's on you. You win the picks next season, Beto, and then go. you can choose where you want to go. I'll, All go, right. I'll go Arby's with you. Jerry Jones needs to fire Mike McCarthy, and it may be one of the weirdest firings we're going to see in quite some time. We'll do that next. It's Travis Slee. Beto's in for Slee on 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Uh, so, Travis, um, we do this every Monday. How was your weekend? <laughs> <laughs> what you do? Did you Why have you... any cool food? Did you play baseball games with your, with your children? Because usually usually what happens is, Beto, that when we start on a, on a Monday morning, typically, we'll kind of go around the room and I'll say to Al, how was your weekend? And he won't answer and he'll deflect. And For real? Some things to care of in San Diego. Yeah, and then... He I, won't answer, he'll deflect it, how your weekend it's, was? It's just not... Okay. There, there's not a lot of information there. So I will ask Emily and Emily will tell me where she went, saw a movie or, you know, did something with her friends. She, she has it. And Jorge, same thing. And then... Nobody asked me. Don't <laughs> oh, be sensitive. I'm not. Everybody knows what you did. You worked the Rams. It's not that hard. I did. Well, that's what I said on Friday. Okay, me, we know exactly me, what Travis is going to do. Um, he went to a baseball game. Yep. Four. Had a early dinner with Susan, mm-hmm. and he worked the Rams game. Had a martini. I, the baseball, yes. Uh, the dinner, no. Oh, Albertson mar- sushi though. The martini, no. I'm on a little bit of a little bit of a streak here for guys. Oh, well, just, oh now, now we got to ask because you're throwing us off. You're not yeah, predictable yeah. anymore. Yeah. No, no, I'm not. I'm, <laughs> How I'm did you spend your Saturday, Travis? Base, I had two baseball games. Yeah, my, nothing uh, like I, winter I, league baseball. It was so funny. <laughs> so my uh, Michael has a game. They're playing. Um, Granada Hills High School yep. from here in the valley. And Granada Hills has a prospect pitcher, uh, right hander, six foot four, throw throws pretty hard. He's I'll go to the the game and there's like twenty five scouts at the game. They all got their guns out and their pads and their their logoed gear and everything. I'm like, okay, who are they here to see? So I start chatting up one of the scouts, Rick Allen from the Reds. Shout out. I met him, just chatted him up. And he's like, Yeah, this kid, you know, he could, could be a high round draft pick and all this stuff. And so kid comes in, first time he's pitched a few months. Looks really good. He's, he's a really good player. He pitches his one inning. He walks back to the dugout. Every scout packs up his you-know-what, and they're gone. <laughs> they, they were there for like 15 minutes. It was fun to see. So that's what I did on Saturday. I'm glad I Thank know you now. for asking him. How was your weekend on Saturday? <laughs> it was great. I you did, swam, I and swam you had an espresso martini. Yeah, I had an espresso walked. martini. Yeah, I and walked on Friday. Walked. I, I walked on Friday. So I walked the Strand sometimes Fridays and stuff, um, and it's really fun. I walked from like Manhattan Beach to Hermosa and back. Oh, and it's not that a, far. Good for you. 
It's like it's like five, yeah. And yeah. so round trip is five. Yeah. Okay. And so it's nice. Next because, one is you're gonna walk to Redondo at the wall. Yes, I've done that. I've biked that before, so I'll bike yeah. that. Easy work. Um, yeah, it's it's nice. But everybody's like all bundled up in all these like puffer coats, and it's like sixty five degrees. No, 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 no! Don't, don't be making fun of my people. There was no, no, a no, lady. No, 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 because it's windy at the beach and it's it, it cold. It wasn't that windy. I got sunburned. It was. The water is cold. Don't be making fun of the real LA natives there. It was maybe Kentucky. sixty degrees. Cold. At, at, at my house over the weekend, Cold. and Susan and I are going for a walk on uh, Saturday late afternoon. It's, it's sun's still up. Okay, it's not. It's not cold. It's yes, it cool. Cold. There was a mittens, scarf, beanie, puffer jacket. Like she was on a dog expedition to the North Pole. Like she was going to be like whipping the, I did the dog. Did a lot of Orange County it, is it, tough. It man. was. It's like, lady, come on. Like you, you have on enough gear to go to the Bills game later today, and you're yeah, walking goodness. through the park First in all, Orange County. Trav, just because it was Patagonia, she had to wear it. She had to show it off. That North Face, exactly. <laughs> but got, speaking it, of people who like bundle up and everything on uh, when it's cold outside, Bill Belichick. You know, maybe he's going to get a little call from Mr. Jerry Jones uh, this weekend. Well, he, he doesn't have to bundle up because Cowboy Stadium. You know, it's indoor. Here are the numbers. Don't have to worry about that. You ready? 42 and 25 in his head coaching career Fired. at Dallas. Fired. Okay. They've gone 12 and 5 the last three seasons. Regular Tw- season. Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. 12 and 5. And? 12 and 5 in the NFL three years in a row is not easy to do. Here's the kicker he's 1 and 3 in the postseason. 12 and 5 in Dallas, expected. 12 and 5 in Arizona, woo! 10 year contract extension. Right. What did you say? 1 and 3 in the playoffs? 1 and 3. Fired. That's the one win. When Is was that it? against the Seattle Seahawks or whatever? No, that, that was a different coach. It does. It wasn't a. Super it was Bowl last win. year because they played the Niners in the second round. So oh, whoever right, they beat, right, right. whoever they beat in the first round last so year, so it was a wild card. Win. Oh, Buccaneers! Yeah. Buccaneers! The Bucks. Yeah, Tom Brady. That's yeah. right. So a wild card win. Yeah, not even a NFC Championship win. Does Bill Belichick want to go to a place where the owner is not only involved, he's deeply, he's the general manager, he's making personal because Bill Belichick. I'm not saying that he's the world's best GM. He's not. But Bill Belichick has a fistful of championship rings. Is he really going to want to sit down with Jerry Jones, who has won nothing in 30 years, and listen to his input on how the team wants to be run? Now, is this a real possibility? I think it's it's a likely is possibility. Is this a Travis possibility? or The odds it- last night, Beto, you'll appreciate the odds. One to two that he ends up as the next coach. Not two to one, okay, one to two. Those are odds because they'll make odds on everything. But right. is there any like rumblings that this is possible? Okay, where Bill Belichick. Before clear, I get excited, he clearly wants to coach, yes. right? Okay, look around the other openings. Where where is a more attractive place for him to go? Okay, just assuming, not the Raiders, not the Chargers, interest, right? not Carolina, assume. not Washington. I would love it. Not Seattle because Jerry Jones is getting older, and he needs to win. For his legacy. Because, you know, when you're a billionaire like that, you can do a bunch of stuff, but if you haven't won, because you can't buy that championship. Nope. You can buy legends. You can buy everything else. You can't buy that. Nope. And that's what kills. This is why these guys get in, these uber billionaires get into this, to, because they want to do something that you, the other guy can't, right? He needs to have a championship for his legacy at the end, because his own ego-wise. So but I the egos, the egos, what prevents him from hiring the right people but in the first place? I can see him maybe saying, "Okay, Bill Belichick's available. I can finesse my way out of certain areas, certain areas." And what does Belichick need too for his own ego? 
he needs to go out riding in the sunset. I, and he can't go out this way. The person that I think... I'm all about it. Please give me a Netflix show on I, this. I would love to see it. Let's hard knocks that thing up. Yeah, let's forget do, that let, quarterback back. Let's, let's do the we'll whole do thing. I have a hard time. I said it last night during the postgame show. I said it to Kirk. I'm like, maybe... Look, I don't know how old... Jerry Jones is probably, what, 80, give or oh, take? Right? I'm somewhere in there. Around 80, okay? Yeah. 81. He's 81. Yes, yeah, because that plastic surgery 10 years ago. So <laughs> It was more than 10. I was working at the other oh, place when he got it. We're like... Everything all right, Jerry? Hey, like, we good? I'm all about like, it. That's, that's a different look. Like, Pre- what's hey, going on? Preventive maintenance, I'm all about it. Because you look long-term when you get Botox like that. <laughs> okay. When you get that facelift, because i got to go this week. All right, so let's say, <laughs> best case scenario, he's got 10 more really good years left. Wow. Okay, into his, into his early 90s. I would say five. I think you're probably five. right, but let's give him 10. You're optimistic, all right. What I'm saying is, I don't think Jerry Jones is having the light go off like, hey, I got to go do this i think he thinks the reason jerry jones is jerry jones is he thinks his way is the best way and more often than not he's been right but in this one little category with hiring coaches and letting other people kind of make decisions for him he's been wrong he also, why now why now soften a little bit with for jimmy, jimmy johnson so like I maybe mean, let jimmy have the moment letting this pride go just enough if it means wins and eyeballs that is a radical departure from who he is as a person it, it really is. If I can change, you can change. <laughs> what are you, Drago or Rocky Balboa? It might as well be, right? There was a Cold War with Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones. Come on now, it's changing. McCarthy's out for sure. I Look, I hope it happens. I, I, I think Wait, Belichick... Which part? All of it. <laughs> all of it. Because I think Belichick ah. and Jerry Jones would quickly come to the understanding that they hate each other's guts. Because they're so... You Jer- need to win within two years. Jerry Jones is so public. He puts his entire business out there. There's no filled... Bill no. Belichick won't tell you that tomorrow's Tuesday. He's, he, he's he moving on to it. Tuesday. He, what are you guys going on? I don't know. I'm just going to take care of Not bad for a lacrosse today. coach, man. <laughs> he, he needs those 16 wins, too. Nah. So he's not going to Washington. He's not going to one of those places. In Seattle... And no. Dallas are the two places that you could walk into and win eight games next year, and it wouldn't even be yeah, a, but you a, need a Dallas. Putt. We need you, Bill needs the show. Seattle's boring. Hot and cold. Coming up next is Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. 
Tennessee, Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right. So who's hot? Might not be because uh, it was not very hot where it, <laughs> that led to this story. Okay. So here's what happened. Um, that was a weird way for me to get to that <laughs> point. Here it is. So um, Kristen Yuschek is Kyle Yuschek's wife, and she does. She specializes in making like female NFL gear, and she mostly uh, gets it for like the wives and girlfriends of NFL players. And she custom makes them. So she custom made one for Taylor Swift. She custom made one for um, Simone Biles. She custom made one for Taylor Lautner, who is of Twilight fame. And this whole weekend, people were rocking these puffer jackets, puffer vests, etc., uh, for their husbands or fans of the teams. So. But the funny part is, every time they posted a picture of Taylor Swift walking to the stadium, whatever, Kyle Juszczyk was underneath it saying, my wife made that, my wife made that, my wife, he was just being a great, like, wife guy. And um, so, yeah, what's being hot is being a wife guy, pumping up your wife if she's doing something great, and so, that's hot. I do like that. I, wow. I do like when you can kind of give a little, like, because you're you're almost stealing a little bit of the reflected glory on some of that. Like, hey, I was in the room when she was sewing that thing together. I, but a lot of times, too, it's like, oh, it's Kyle Juszczyk's wife. He was like, no, it's made by Kristen Juszczyk. Yeah. And, like, yeah. pointing that out. I, I, I don't mean. businessman. Because those orders are going to go through the roof. Can you imagine that you get somebody as famous as Taylor Swift to put your thing on anything it's yeah. it's it's a golden ticket it's literally yeah. like willy wonka level good luck there's to, like to an, get that entire instagrams dedicated to like breaking down like what taylor wears and like where to go buy it and those places will sell out like it's kind of crazy of, of Costco, course huh? it's the travis instagram yeah. page <laughs> the outfit by kirkland yeah. shoes oh by kirkland, kirkland haircut by kirkland if they had a barber i'd go there and get yeah, it done yeah yeah, yeah. golf clothes by kirkland yeah <laughs> yeah look they, they, no no they're tailor made <laughs> I, I know I, oh, I'm, I'm, sorry, look, I'm sorry i'm hey, sorry look at you with, with hey, levels standards I, there there are a few things that i am uh, very particular about and uh-huh. you stumbled into one of those categories uh-huh. i have a very specific <laughs> wow. set of requirements for my golf yeah, equipment give me cheap yeah. food no problem Yes. <laughs> yes. Churro Cl- for buck Cl- fifty, not Cl- the cookie. Clothes, let's go. <laughs> yeah. If it if it fits and it and it's gonna last for ten years, I'll put it on. Golf club. I don't need to see that. I don't need to put that <laughs> in my hands. I'm, I'm gonna need to feel that. I'm not. Anyway, hey, it's really expensive. I don't care. I want to touch it. I want to. I want to. I want to check it out. And, I love and one of the fastest growing like areas for the NFL in terms of marketability is their like. Clothes, line, yeah. yeah, clothes made for women. So Erin Andrews has had yeah, has um, her line, line yeah. on Alyssa for NFL. Milano, I think, did that for baseball. Yeah, yeah so yeah. I think that's like one area Smart. where they can market off of it because women want that. They they go to games. They are fans. They want to wear that stuff too and not just wear the boxy guy clothes that is always there. K- kind of related but not really. That when they, that opening shot of the game last night, the Rams and Lions, when they did kind of that the spider cam shot of the crowd, I don't think there was a single person in there that didn't have a Lions, a Lions jersey on. I, I I know that a lot of fan bases gear up, but last night was that Honolulu blue. Just I mean, it had Beautiful. to be had to be ninety five percent of the people you're in Detroit. In the building. You have one team; they've been there forever. Like that, you they're with you. 
good and bad, mostly bad, but that's your team because Detroit people are from Detroit. Heck, Axel Foley wore his Lions Letterman's jacket in Beverly Hills Cop, right? You're not going to fall for the banana in the tailpipe? <laughs> Foley! He also had a lot of Eminem last night, which yeah. is fine. That's his, that was his moment to shine. It's his team. And it's authentic. Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. Detroit. He's there. It's legit. There's a reason for him yeah. to be there. Okay, I, I say this I with no, no shade at all. Just simply an observation as somebody who's grown up at a place where celebrities are kind of the norm. Last night, it was Barry Sanders, it was Calvin Johnson, it was Eminem, and then a longtime season ticket holder. It was like, okay. Well, that guy suffered. I I know. I'm not, like I said, there's no shape, but you go to a Laker game, it's like, oh, there's Denzel, there's Leo, there, I mean, they just go really And Emma Garcia in row 15. He didn't even have four seats. I was like, Emma Stone, almost going to win her next Oscar, was almost like, everyone forgot about it. No clue she is. One of the highlights of my, when I did Laker pregame, right, so the seat that they would give me was Two, not on the floor, obviously, in the but in the corner. Oh, right away, yeah. So where they would come around and yeah, go to the you. founders' room, all the celebrities, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Andy Garcia is coming back from the the founders' room as the game's going on, and Lakers knock down a three or get a big bucket, and right as he's. Co- crossing in front of me turns around and high fives me i'm like let's go that's amazing high five from andy garcia let's go you love your fans you love your fans one of the cool things about remember when we asked lee when the when lebron got that uh the record setting uh point and like oh like who was the most famous cool person that you saw because i'm sure it was full of celebrities he said jim gray (laughs) fits it's a very Sliwa answer which is again jim gray jim gray broadcaster yeah oh the broadcaster yeah the, the, the decision, right? Yeah. yeah. I thought yes. he was. He was t- I thought it was like an uh, um, actor nope. that you. I, no. I, Jim, one of Jim, your weird shows. Jim Gray. Pete Rose, Jim Gray. <laughs> yeah, Longtime to... reporter, Pete yeah. Jim oh, then, Gray. Oh, Boxing analyst, Jim Gray. Yeah. He would have loved it the other day when Al uh, Michaels and Bob Costas mm. were there. Yep. He oh. would have loved that. Too famous. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, now time for Who's Cold. Uh, so <laughs> we can all celebrate this. Uh, one of our, our dear friends on the Rams broadcast went just a little bit viral on Saturday night. So I'm going to play uh, the sound right here. So this is MJD uh, on the NFL Network's post-game show, Breaking Down the Game. And who was he with again? Chris Rose. Chris Rose. And so Chris Rose asks him a question. Uh, just not even thinking about it. And MJD well, has <laughs> a reaction. That's defense that Patrick Mahomes has had, right? What? I mean, is it possible that they could ride the D? Uh-uh. The defense? Okay. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> and if you have not seen the clip yet, go see it right now. But MJD does a double take off after that uh, question was lobbed at him. So He did the pause. Yes. And the side eye. So this, side is, eye. this is great. This is great. And this is why it's cold. And that's uh, JB Long put it on his Instagram too. Him walking by, he's like, "Here's our viral friend." <laughs> it it was. I we talked to Mo yesterday before the game, and he said that he was up all night long answering texts and everything else. When it happened, people that know that I know Maurice wow. started texting me like, "Did you see this? Did you see this?" So I can't imagine what it had been like to be Maurice. It was he did it perfectly. M, I, I'm curious what you think. Chris Rose has been doing this a long time. Very, he is very a pro, talented. a very talented guy who's been in this game a long time. He knew exactly what he was doing. I don't know. I don't know. You think it just? He, I think it was just one of those conversations that you're having, and you just said something, and then you're like, "Damn it, did I just say that?" Because when you talk on TV and you're on radio for a, a long, you say some things, and people remind you, "Hey, what did you say?" Like, and it's just, it was tremendous. Yeah, it, it was tremendous. And so Mo did words. it perfect. Yeah. And you know, I in in my 
in my life I have described defense by saying that, you sure. know, and you know, it's just sometimes you don't think about it. Sometimes, and you're like, oh wait, yeah. So I think in that moment, I think Mo it was accidental. Uh, I, <laughs> so this happened to me recently. Um, I was hosting a press conference, and I always there's words you just know you can't say because the way you speak and your tongue tied. Oh, words that Beto Duran yeah, has trouble. I can't, say, I can't say right. Okay. And so I see them on my list, and I make sure to chop it off. So every time they give me my cue cards, I always go over it, meticulous. Write it because it's somebody else wrote it for me. Right. And I cross it out, put my words in there. This one, the words were given to me late. So I just read it verbatim, Anchorman style, and I said it in a certain way. And good thing not many people were watching. And but somebody Can you tell me the word you are trying to say? Chris Rose said it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> defense? Yes, defense. <laughs> uh, and the best part is that the people who were watching were were my group chats and all like, oh Bethel, what do you like? <laughs> <laughs> is it like the Van Dyke uh, guy? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like a, you know, the, the, a herniated disc. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes, yes I yes. never say that. Yeah. Well, no. that's a. He has a back issue. Yeah. <laughs> He's hurt. Yeah. So just. <laughs> I, feel I feel good. I feel bad for you when you, that happens to you. I'm like, oh my. You goodness. do it long enough, you're going to say it. Yeah. yeah. You, ever, you ever dropped a four letter word on the air inadvertently? Uh, here on Laker Talk not too long ago. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> what, what did you say? F. Oh, you did? <laughs> Good for you. Good for you. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, like, I've done it once. Yeah, I'm like, Wilbur. Like, I did it once, and thankfully, it that one cuts through, so yeah. somebody's jumping on the dump button pretty quickly. Yeah. You do it long but enough, I you're going to do it. I didn't say the full word. I just said the beginning, but you can hear it. And we have, like, you know, remember John Allen tells the story all the time about how he was trying to do the Tiger Woods six yeah. Shot lead yep. and says something else. I yep. never say six because I can't. My little lisp, I can't do it. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh. I think the trouble with that one for one John more than was, five. was shot. <laughs> I, I believe that was the yeah. word that tripped him up along the way. Who's hot? Who's cold? Is brought to you by NextGen, the official AC heat and plumbing company of SoCal sports fans. Call eight three 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 N E X G E N or visit nextgenairandplumbing.com. Uh, good job, Mo. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten. ESPN. Bud Light, speaking of viral moments this weekend, you should uh, check out my uh, Instagram, Beto. Bud Light was brewed to be delicious and easy to drink, even when the little things in life are hard, like when the game is going into overtime, but you have even more time to enjoy it and a fresh Bud Light. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local retailer today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Two games today. Go to the store. Load up on your Bud Light. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
Buffalo got three feet of snow last night. That's more than before a game in the history of Buffalo Bills football. Yeah. And Buffalo is snowy. It's right off Lake Erie there. They get the lake effect snow. So whenever a snow story is most ever in Buffalo, that's a lot of snow. That, that game is going to be a circus, right? Fun. Fun, fun for who? For me watching. For you to watch it? Because I have some, a little action at 130. Let's go. <laughs> Dude, you are a one-track mind. Yes. I mean, I was running parlay cards in high school. What do you think? I'm? Of course I'm going to be doing this. Price pig is the best thing ever. Like, don't blame me. No, you weren't even born when I was doing that. Like you had the, you're Mike Damone. You were like the guy. You're Mike Damone from Fast Times at Ridgemont hey. High saying, Dad, and don't forget about the 14 hey, point spread. Where were spread. you for Speedwagon? <laughs> <laughs> I had no, Blue Oyster Blue Colt. Blue Oyster Colt. Yeah, where, where, I had 38 pair. Yeah. Where are you? Whoa. Don't call me a scalper. Uh, <laughs> CJ Stroud was terrific. And yes. look, Mahomes is still young. He's won the Super Bowl a couple of times. Uh, Josh Allen gets a lot of hype, but he's going to need to do something at some point to kind of justify the amount of attention he gets. Stafford is older, so he's not the next big thing. It's, it's Stroud, right? Like, if yeah. you had to bet on the best quarterback in the league seven, eight years from now, I think I'd still take Mahomes. But Stroud has to be right on his heels at and this point. And they did a good job of surrounding him with the right pieces this year, and they're only going to get better. Because once you get that franchise quarterback, we can figure out, what lineman we can get. We can figure out what receivers you can get. The moment you have your stud, yeah. you don't have to replace because they're there for a decade. Well, I was just going to say that this is why that pick is so important. You can't you, mess it up. You get it right. The Texans are sitting back, okay, do we need to tweak an offensive line? Do we need to get him another receiver, a tight end, a running back? Do we need to improve the defense? The, the most important thing, it's we're done. We don't have to. And then Carolina gets it wrong. And it's, we've already spent this pick. Yeah. We gave away all these. Can Do you cut bait right away and say, look, we blew it. We need to start over. Do you try to make it happen that if you get that right, everything comes up? If you get it wrong, it could be a three or four or five-year window where you can't fix it because you can't get out from underneath it. And this- it wasn't just C.J. Stroud. It was also Will Anderson. Will yeah. Anderson was also picked really early t- there, too. And the, another great thing about C.J. Stroud, too, that's his second primetime game, or standalone game, let's call it that. Second standalone game, showed out in both games. Um, and I loved that they did it to the Browns, that Deshaun Watson I'm was on the sideline having to watch the Texans absolutely destroy his team. Speaking of organizations that can't get the quarterback right, you've all seen oh. that jersey where there's how many names on the back. And just 25. Keeps, keeps getting added and added and added. Actually, did that the other day. We, we went down the list. Tim Couch, baby. What's yeah. up? Tim, uh, Tim Couch was on there. There's, I mean, uh, the kid from Texas, Colt McCoy, Colt was McCoy. on there. there I mean, go. there's a million guys that have been on it. You mentioned Deshaun Watson. That might be, well, the C.J. Stroud trade's pretty bad. Or not C.J., the uh, uh, Bryce Young trade is pretty bad, too. Someone but takes you gave up. The Deshaun Watson trade might go down as one of the worst in NFL history because they guaranteed all of his money. He's been terrible for them. They gave a bunch of picks back to Houston, and Joe Flacco just showed that he's a better fit for that team than Watson is. 38-year-old Joe Flacco. How about this? Is the Lions and the Rams trade they made for Stafford and Goff, 
Is that one of the best trades in NFL history? Simply because both teams got exactly what they needed. The Rams won a Super Bowl because of the trade. The Lions got a caliber of quarterback that's good enough to take them places. And they got a boatload of draft picks that turn into guys like Gibbs and Laporta. And now they're set up to be the best team in that division for a period of time. It works out for both teams rarely. And they both needed a change. They both needed a different organization. They both needed a different look. And it works out. And then... Of course, they're going to play each other in the playoffs. And Detroit wins for the first time in over 30 years. I thought for sure the Rams were going to go down. They were just going to come down to a kick. The only thing missing from that game was a Brett Maher field goal well, attempt with the game like, on the Suck line. It, Travis! <laughs> also, another game that happened yesterday. So we've talked about the, the Cowboys, Bucks, the start Cowboys, Packers a lot. But with, um, with I'm sorry, what's their quarterback name again? Jordan Love. Jordan Love. With Jordan Love. Bakersfield. Has he proven enough to you that you pay him big bucks that you keep him for a long time? Ooh. I am a believer. I'll pay you when I have to pay you. Yeah. Right. Until then, I need to keep and, and I can sell it. Like if 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 you're saying to me, hey, do you not believe in me? Pay. Yes, I believe in you. But if I don't have to pay you yet, I can get you more things that you need. We're gonna mm-hmm. take care of you, and then if stuff happens, you can make a different decision. Right, I, I I'm not paying a guy until I have to pay. Yeah. A and guy. with him sitting so long, though, it's going to be earlier it's than soon. usual yeah. when he has to get paid. It's this season coming up where you're like, oh, we're going to either pay him or not because it's going to be his fifth season in the NFL coming up. Yeah, it's a first rounder, so you got that fifth year option. You can kind of buy out yeah. the fifth year if you want to, or you can it's like the Rams extended Goff. The Rams yeah. uh, uh, went the the Eagles. They gave him all the money and. Both of those guys were on new teams shortly there. You never know. If anybody knew anything, nobody would make a bad I mistake. I can't get on my price picks. Come on. Uh, Mike Brown Sorry. brought his laptop to the press conference Fantastic. after the Kings game to yes. say where the referees blew. <laughs> like, okay, you remember, remember Lloyd McClendon? Yes. Do you? What do you think of he first? Threw the, he threw the bag. He took the bag. Yeah. Right? And so Lloyd McClendon. There was pirates, a, right? B- pirates. Bang, bang, play at first base. And they call, uh, I forget if it was safer out, but McClendon loses his mind with the call, runs out there screams in the umpire's face they're do their jaw to jaw and then he takes first base out of the ground and walks back to the yeah. dugout with it and his quote and they said why'd you think goes well they weren't using it i thought he'd take it with me that's my favorite one mike brown's laptop's a close second shocker that he didn't last long Lloyd McClendon. but mike brown but he brought it up because he got kicked out i think in the third quarter uh-huh. And then he brought the laptop. He brought the plays. He had his video guy next Get to him. Edit. He brought his video guy with him to the post game presser. And he looked at him, said, Here we go. Let's talk. And he showed the, the well, there were only like probably three reporters in the building yeah. in Sacramento. Like, look, and he yeah. showed him the plays. It's my second favorite NBA coaching moment of the season behind this. It's a complete crap. <laughs> With Darko Rajakovic oh when he yeah. had his meltdown after the Serbia, league. baby. How long do you, how many did you play that a bunch on yeah, like your post up. that night? And I was like, oh, all he needed was like a couple heaters, Vlade Divac style. That would have been perfect, man. It was great. He felt it, and Mike Brown was feeling it too. Dodgers are going to charge you a $10 fee to attend FanFest this year. Typically in the past, it has been free. But the Dodgers, uh, 10 bucks ahead to get a chance to go kind of, you know, mingle a little bit with some of the Dodger yeah. players and get excited for the season. Yeah, I get it, though, because I've been in the past when it was free and it keeps growing. It's a great event the Dodgers put up. But if you put it free, you're going to have over 100,000 people that are going to come out there. So you want to charge that way? You got some kind of incentive. Yeah, and go. then this time Shohei is uh, making an appearance. Shohei, is he for sure? Yeah. Yep. Oh, he's in. Shohei, Mookie, Freeman. They're all coming. Look, I am all about Shohei. I am all about Yamamoto and all of the guys along the way, but this is how this is going to go. Yeah. 
you're gonna have to pay for some stuff that maybe you got for free. You're gonna have to pay for some stuff that maybe that was the last was, thing that was free. Everything else. Was free. Well, that's what I mean. But that Michelada that was 22 <sighs> is now gonna be 20, 29. <laughs> you is. know, yeah, it's everything's gonna go up. That 700 million isn't coming out of their pockets. You know what, it's that, coming out of ours. Emily, that dinner that you're going to Olive Garden, change it. Just say you want a beer at Dodger Stadium. <laughs> Way more expensive. <laughs> have you you've been to Fan Fest? One of the first years, it was different when it was in the parking lot up on top. It, it yeah. just continues. It's cool, it grew, but not anymore because now the lines are long. You're not even gonna be able to get autographs. Remember what the Padres did last year, and there was too many people there, so you gotta try that. It's crazy. I can't wait. I, I don't know the last time I was as excited for the start of spring training yeah. as I was for this time because look, the first time Yamamoto pitches in a spring training game, big deal. The first time Shohei Otani walks into the batter's box in a Dodger uniform. Big deal. The first time they roll out what will kind of probably be their major league lineup, big deal. Yeah. The spring training never matters, but I can't wait to see the Dodgers. I'm surprised you're not training. going to Korea. I would if somebody look. If anybody's looking to send me, I'm in. I'll go to Korea for a couple of days. I actually Long to, uh, weekend in Korea, like Slee. A couple of the guys that work uh, backstage Lakers, the camera guys, they also do the backstage Dodgers. Yeah. So they're going. And they're like talking about it. I'm like, Damn, that's pretty cool. Like, I, I looked into it. It's a I, long way to go. Because I've always wanted to go to Korea. I, I want to go to Asia. I want to go to Japan. Have you been to Japan? No, I haven't. Yeah. I had a chance to go in a couple of weeks, but, you know, the Lakers. you got to worry about the Lakers-Minnesota game. <laughs> I need Slee would do. Slee, can we help me out, bro? Yeah, like, he'll take one off your hands. Yeah, so I was like looking into it. I'm like, ah, it just the, t- the turnaround wasn't going to be possible. Will we get used to it? Will we get used to the Otani of it all? Just yeah. the fact that they have this all-star team every night? He was night? in your backyard for five years and you got used to Yeah, but to the it. team sucked. Yeah, but you still were paying attention. I would pay attention. I put it to you this way. As a Dodger fan, I'm watching my Dodger game. I'm flipping over to the Angels. Yeah. I want to see when Trout's coming up. Yeah. I want to see when Otani's coming Same. up. But I'm not watching the games. This is different. Yeah. Because every game is going to be important-ish. I think they're going to win the division by, what, 25? Well, nah. Who's the next best team in that division? You know, like San Diego? 12, 15, or something like that, because they'll get bored. They won it by 12 or 15 last year. They didn't yeah. have any pitching. Yeah. And they, do they? You're going to have the guy? Do they? Yeah. They got Bueller. They got Yamamoto. They got Glasnow. Is. I know what Bueller is. He's going to be damn good. I'm just being that guy. <laughs> I was like, I was because looking, the, like I, this is the first time I looked at you at the baseball thing. I'm like, has Beto lost his damn mind? Hey, I got to keep you on your toes, bro. <laughs> Hell no. They're winning this by 20. <laughs> Easy. 25. I was, look, there's a there's a world where it's like, I can't more even pretend than that. to be a mush on that one. Like, no, I can't even <laughs> I can't pretend to troll. Like, oh, they have no pitching. No, they're stacked everywhere. Emily, how are you observing Pitbull's birthday, privately or publicly? Very publicly. Okay. Every day above ground is a good day. <laughs> Emily got to see Pitbull at the uh, Coliseum a few years ago. That, that's who you went to go see, right? You. Uh, Oh, yes. yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Hey. I'm going to go see Pitbull at the Armando. NASCAR race. It's great. Hey, Pitbull, Enrique Iglesias, and Ricky Barton are coming to town. Let's go, Em. Get the white pants. Yeah, I passed go. already. I have white pants. Let's go. <laughs> it was 90 degrees in the Coliseum that day, and Pitbull had on a leather jacket. Yeah. Let's go. You <laughs> did it? He's fantastic. He puts on it. Mr. Worldwide puts on a great show. Mr. Worldwide. He did. He, he did put on a great show. show. He's fun. The, all the events I've seen at that, we've seen Ice Cube, Pitbull, uh, Wiz Khalifa, and Cypress Hill at that NASCAR event. All of them did a good job. Again, words I never thought I'd hear from Travis. All those artists and NASCAR. It, it doesn't make it's the most that's halftime of the race. They basically say, All right, everybody pull in the pits. We're gonna do a concert for twenty minutes. Yeah. And here comes Ice Cube, here comes Wiz Khalifa. It was great. And this year the Grand Marshal will tell you it's gonna be fluffy. Fluffy. Fluffy's gonna be the Grand Marshal. I gotta get in his car. That man. guy's doing all right. Oh, you you would like him. I bet I would. Oh. I bet we have a lot of common. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. Let's do a little super cross dog. 
Super crosstalk from a Ralph's in Redondo Beach. How is the uh, BB Go Ralph's Day going for you guys? It's, it's going gigantic. great, but did you hear Mason's depressed woo-woo-woo? I did woo, not. Woo, nah. woo, woo. <laughs> Rawr! John, I know, we're, we're going to get into it because on our big station group chat last night, you were asking the question in the moment that we were all asking, what the hell was that pun about? Why that I keep coming back. Beto's heard me talk about it all morning long. As good of a coach as Sean McVay is, as many great decisions as you made, I just for the life of me do not understand the decision to punt the ball right there. Either do I. And um, he, well, does, he now, in retrospect, looks at it and says, 2020, I would have done it different. Yeah, right, of course he does. But here's, here's why I was surprised he did it. McVay has always been aggressive by nature. This was a turtle. He basically turtled. He turtled. Yeah. He, yeah. he basically said, and I know what he was thinking, Trav. He was thinking, we've held him to 60 yards in the second half. They haven't scored. If I stop him, then I get the ball back in better field position when I would have it. Here's why that doesn't make sense to me. Four minutes to go, you got one timeout. You are in Lions territory. Mm -hmm. You're on the 41. They were on the 34, but they got backed up by that holding penalty. But you're on the 41. You're in Lions territory. You're giving the ball to Detroit regardless. You're either going to punt it to them. You're going to have Maher miss a field goal, or you're going to go for it on 4th and 14 and miss. Either way, at the end of that play, Detroit was getting the ball. Mm -hmm. Why give them the ball? Why do that? It's like a turnover. I think the move was to go for it. The the move is – So, let's back it up a little bit. It's a 62-yard kick. I'm not asking – The the kick is the least appealing option of all of your options. If you're not going to kick, and and McVay had said, you know, once Brett Maher had come back as their kicker, that they're going to be a little more strategic in how they deployed him, that they really weren't going to try anything over 50 yards unless they absolutely had to. So, if you know you're not going to kick there – a, why not have a different play on third down to try to get half of that back? So, A, a shorter kick potentially. Yes. B, put you in a position to open up your playbook on that fourth and let's call it six or eight or ten or whatever. So there's that. And then even if you do run the exact same play and you get the exact same result and now you're fourth and 14, who's the best player on this team? It's Matthew Stafford. Let him decide the game. Yeah, what, sure. What, and and what, what shocked me is the modern-day coaches all – study these analytics yep. pretty ridiculously. Analytically, I sent you guys this story. USA Today ran the numbers. It was in the 99th percentile of the most ill-advised punt of the year. Yes. And if you go back to 2001, or I'm sorry, 99, go back to 99, 25 years, 98th percentile of ill-advised punts. It just, everything was pointing to don't punt. And he punted. Now, having said that, let's be honest. Even if, let's say, Ma- I, by the way, Trav, would have let Maher kick it, and here's why. Even like a 58, Maher, nine yarder? Oof. 62. No, Maher from career 50 plus is 22 of 34, including three of seven this year. So even with him struggling, you probably had a 35, 40% chance that he nails it. I know that's 70% that he doesn't nail it. So right. let's, say, let's say you kick and he misses, or let's say you kick and he makes. Either way. Detroit still would have had four minutes to drive down and kick a game-winning field goal of their own. So I'm not saying that this one decision cost the Rams the game. But Matthew Stafford was cooking. He had picked up a third and 15 in the first half that looked impossible. Robinson made that great catch catch. over on the side. And I would have loved to have seen what would have happened on fourth and 14, either kick or go for it. But punting – and I, I, I think, Trav, I sent that text in real time. You did. I, I, when when yep. it happened, I said, 
you cannot punt here. It is there's four minutes to go. You're handing them the game. Well, it's and four minutes it to go out. too, John, and they only had one timeout. If they had managed, and and this is the other thing with Sean McVay that I think is a, is a very fair criticism of him, not just last night, but something that he struggled with in, in, in the seven years that he's been here is kind of holding on to those timeouts when you need them the most because with a full complement of timeouts punting the ball away there I still would have gone for it but it would make a little more sense because you can stop the clock after every play you get a three and out you move on now you got to let Matthew Stafford do his thing you're you're underselling this point that was Stafford called one of them he called the other but you were and and the other thing was three timeouts Mace I would have let him yeah 100% timeout you call one before the two minute well that was the other one that at at 230 you have one timeout call it there then you get the two minutes you get you basically yep. have a second one in your back pocket with that two minute warning that the, the time management at the end of that game made no sense to me at all and part of it because third and 10 you call a timeout early in the third quarter what's the difference between third and 10 and third and 15 at that point in the game right exactly so so many times they rush in they call that timeout to save delay of game and they're burning timeouts in the end and they need those at the end of the game i you know i go back I mean, if, if you looked at my – I was complaining about the official. I thought third and 14, Puka Nakua, no question, got pulled. Got, he did. Uh, turned. There, there was absolutely – people have been sending me for 24 hours now uh, pictures of exactly what happened on that play. Should have been. Should have been a call. And yeah, what, you, and that's and, and, and guys, they win the game if this. they get that call. I think I equate this to no, because then you still have to score, and that team wasn't scoring. Yeah, but, the all, but they were closer they, on a field goal, and you got a fresh set of downs. Yeah. You still, I, you, Don't, yeah. No, because look, Mace, you're going to that one play. You're becoming that guy where you're going to complain about that I one play. Correct. I'll wear that. 100% own that. 0 for 3, 0 for 3 in the red play. zone early. No question. Yeah, complain no, about by that. By the way, Beto, that, that is, if you're looking at it at this from a wide-angle lens, that's what cost them the game. Their that's inability right to yep. punch it into the end zone when they got to the red zone. Well, Detroit Just like in it. Baltimore. The Rams didn't. Rams were, Rams were 0 for 3. Lions first were 3 for 3. First and 6, or first and goal from the 6, three pass plays. Like mm-hmm. this, this, yeah. these, these are the same things. That it's the in- timeout stuff. It's the, refu- the the reluctance to run the ball in on a short field well, inside Mason the 10-yard line. Well, Mason asked McVay that after the Baltimore games. What did he you? say, Mace? About what? By him. Remember in Baltimore, they went down the field right away. Oh, yeah. And you yeah, asked no, him, what are you doing, they didn't guy? Well, I did ask him. And he said, you know what? In that moment, that was the right call. I'm, I'm sure he's going to be the exact same way in this one. But, Travis, I thought the third down play was just predictable. Yeah. I mean, if, if I'm on my couch saying it's cup, it's cup, it's cup, then that's what the Lions were thinking, and, too, and, and it was cup. And cup wasn't having the game that no, Puka was no, having. No. So, but having said all this. I mean, this is not the day any Rams fans want to hear this. This team radically overachieved this year. I mean, I wouldn't want anybody but McVay coaching these guys. No, I agree. But he had a a brain cramp when he punted, and it's just so unlike him. And I think that what happened when when the Rams lost the Super Bowl to Bill Belichick, 13-3, and they had had an offense, Trav, that I think was averaging 30 points a game that year, Mm -hmm. and they scored three in the Super Bowl. McVay lost sleep over that. He went back, he changed his approach, and two years later they win the Super Bowl. I bet this will be a similar reaction. I think he'll think about it. He's gonna value he's a smart guy. He's gonna value timeouts more, and I don't think he'll ever punt in that situation again. He just did he he was so impressed with his defense, holding the Lions to sixty yards, he thought, okay. I'm going to ride my defense. They're going to stop him. We're going to get the ball back with a minute and a half to go, and we're going to kick the game-winning field goal. But I, I, I think asking your defense 
to uh, to keep Detroit from scoring is one thing. To, to keep, keep them from getting, from getting a first, first down, you got to get a three and out. It's completely ridiculous. I, I keep yeah. coming back to the the Rams' best unit is their offense. Let's let the offense decide it. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. it it doesn't seem that much more complicated than that to me. But to your point, John, I I, I think you're spot on because. You know, last year was a lost season because, you know, everything that happened after the Super Bowl and everything else. But if this was their let's get it together and rebuild and this is what you got, the window is kicked wide open all over again because all of these guys like Puka and and Kyron Williams, you don't and Kobe Turner, Byron Young, you don't have to Byron pay those Young. guys yet. You you have a window where you've got really good players who are on rookie contracts that you don't have to spend. They got a first round draft pick. They got a lot of money to go spend. That forty one million dollars under the cap. Right. So That's you huge right you, there. you huge. have the ability to go in there and do the things that they've done for the previous five or six years to go get a Jalen Ramsey or a Von Miller or an OBJ or or any of these other guys that they took flyers on and be super, super aggressive in the short term, they, they're, they're almost ready to start doing it again starting next yeah. season. And it's arguably the quickest rebuild ever. I mean, they yes. had the one bad year, and somehow this was going to be a reset season, and it turned out much better than that. Um, I Part of me, and Bergman got on me on the uh, – the, uh, Get him, Berg. Thread. Good, Berg. Saying, what, what oh, I do get him. Because I said it was a great season. I think I said that very, very early. It was a great season. And Bergman's like, get mad. Get Pat. Seriously, It get was mad. a great season. I well, mean, I was devastated. I was emotionally didn't sound devastated. You're like, great. woke up Good in the year. middle. Well, Wait, you can't cool. Devastated? Anything, really? Devastated? I'm wide awake. Well, the thinking, thing, oh, wild my God, card, we lost. Devastation. We don't know that. <laughs> the thing that surprised me the most about that text chain was that, Greg, you were okay with the punt. No, it, was, it wasn't so much the okay with the punt. I just, what are you going to do? It's fourth and 14. Anything Throw the ball. ball. Throw the ball. Throw the ball. Interception would have been better than the punt. Yes. Because then at least you tried. I mean, it was all your doubt. The, you kicked it. Your punt was down to like the four-yard line right. or whatever Four it was. minutes. Do you want to win the no, game or not? We are not playing right field position at that You're point. You're right. It was more so that, like, what do you want them to do? One time run another play. You're not going to punt. Overall, it's not to the field. Yeah, to answer the question, Greg. Fine. If you want to. If you and I are running the show, Greg, and it's it's a decision between the two of us, and you say the one thing I don't want to do is kick a field goal. I don't trust Maher. He's no good. Run a John, play. You cannot kick a field goal. Then I would have said, okay, we're going for it. Fine. How do we get from there to you being okay with the punt? I was not okay with. I mean, if overall, it's, I, I would have preferred them not to punt. But it, I understood it was because their defense had been fantastic. You're the guy that understands. <laughs> You're, well, you were. This is what you sounded like on our text show. It's okay. It was a great year. But, well, wait a minute, yeah, but it was. I mean, by all accounts, Randy, you don't know my tone. It was a great year. Yes, there is I mean, no nuance in attack. I'm hearing Morales <laughs> like this Let's is read the what Bay you of wrote Pigs. In, I mean, they made it to the first round. And they, what you think about this? Hold on. Oh, uh, reading text chain. It was a great season. Future is bright. Wow, my supposed to take that in any other way i don't this give is okay. my takes on the text everybody gets their takes on the text <laughs> yeah. i say my text keep your powder air. dry your mace you keep your like, powder no, dry this is ridiculous yeah. on a sunday night mace is okay <laughs> okay trav mace brought up an interesting point earlier if mm. you're less sneed yeah and you're rebuilding this is it do you bring cooper cup back yep I'm open to every possible scenario. You have you yep. you have a clear number one in yep. Puka. Cooper is a number one. He's but do you not anymore. Use two number ones at that price. I, I, no. Well, here's the thing. I I, I may, what May said. Put it this way. I'm not cutting it, but I'm open to whatever may be out there. If somebody wants yes. to give me something for him. I'm listening. Uh -huh. If if there's a scenario where you can get more flexible by juggling your roster, 
I'm considering it. He he was a non-factor in a big game last night. Now, if I'm being the most optimistic Rams fan I can be, he wasn't healthy all year long. Maybe this is right. just a he wasn't healthy and he was never able to be at his best and given an offseason and, and recuperation period and everything else, he will be what he was for the vast majority of his Rams career. But that guy last night was not the Cooper Cup that we've known for years and years and years. That just wasn't the same player. Yeah, and it wouldn't surprise me if they use that money to invest. Uh, like, I'd like to see a big speed receiver, not Tutu Atwell, who's a small speed receiver, yeah. but a big speed receiver would be nice. And an edge rusher is absolutely necessary. They want Why? To you, you, that. Didn't, you didn't like seeing Aaron Donald quadruple teamed for yeah, half the game? Aaron <laughs> Donald was just, they <laughs> gave him no shot whatsoever. None. <laughs> yeah. It was, he, he had, you know, he made a couple of plays because he's Aaron Donald, but I don't care how good he is. If you're triple teamed regularly, you're not going to get anything done. Somebody else well, needs to step up. Well, if he is, up. Trav, then, yeah, somebody else. If, yeah. if if he's taken up three blockers, one of those other dudes that needs to get Kobe to the quarterback. Turner, that should be Kobe Turner. That should be Byron Young. That should be Michael Hack. How, that should anybody, be any of those guys. How much BB go have you guys taken down so far? Not yet. We, Nothing the yet. truck just got here, and uh, and the, the turnout's great. Yeah, there, it really there is. There are a ton of Laker fans here. Uh, so, uh, they love you in Redondo. Yeah, no, we're big out here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Want to let everybody know we're at uh, Ralph's and Redondo Beach, and you are invited out here. Derek Fisher is going to come by in about a uh, half hour or so. Sasha Vujicic next hour. Uh, it is a uh, big day with BB Go, the official game day snack of the Los Angeles Lakers. BB Go, that's all I needed to hear. Mm. That sounds very good, and I'm going to go home and throw him in the air fryer, and it's it's going to happen. Hey, 112. Excellent. Go. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Beto's done. Beto's done. Beto's done. Super Crosstalk is brought to you by In-N-Out Burger. In-N-Out. That's what a hamburger is all about. We'll see you tomorrow.